Some people celebrate the holidays, but you, you dominate the holidays. You deck the halls, the mantle, and anything else that will stand still. You deserve a bold cold brew that's as festive as you. Topped with creamy cookie butter cold foam, covered in cookie butter crumbles, and perfectly pairable with our new cookie butter donut, Dunkin's Cookie Butter Cold Brew is a delicious match for your decked out domination. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary, limited time offer, terms apply. Uh, you're on podcast, me, John Levin, Aunt Ellis, comedy legend Nina Gilligan, and your dog, I don't know what the dog's called. <laughs> Nessa. Hello, Nessa. No, that's obviously not my phone. <laughs> And uh, obviously, we might as well kick off with uh, the politics, because I know you're banging your politics. What have you made about Trump and Biden? Oh, I'm just absolutely loving it. Yeah. Just, it's the best thing ever. It's the best entertainment in it during lockdown. I was just I, like, he's such a sulky child. He's such a man child. Well, it, it's weird. I don't think anyone's voting for Joe Biden. I think it's either you like Trump or you hate Trump. But I think poor Joe, he doesn't know what day of the week it is, which is a benefit for him. I think they him. could have put a pig yeah. against yeah. him. Like, literally, they could have put, that's what I was saying to my husband, they could have, like, put just a pig in and, and people would have just voted anyway just to get rid of Trump. They would have voted for a pig. Yeah, well, like, but they said to me like, that he was the perfect candidate because he's never going to say anything. He kind of just stands there, like 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 like, and like you have to give him a bit of a shake to wake him up. Yeah. And he said that basically because he won't say anything inflammatory, then that's fine. Like that's the perfect person to go up against. I know, I know what you're yeah, like. Yeah, because I know what you're. This is like my least favorite word, word in the world is purchase, but you can't. It's like a man word, isn't it? Purchase, mm. but you can't get purchase on Biden. Because there's nothing about him, is there? Yeah. There's nothing that you can get actual you can, hold like, you of. Can sell the, you can sell the good story because of his yeah. man in the universe. He's yeah. like, there's like you couldn't you couldn't slag him off either way, could you? There was well, nothing. Then videos of him sniffing kids. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Have you not seen the videos? No, I have not seen the kids sniffing. Oh, okay, well, once we're finished with the po- once we're yeah. finished the podcast, John will send you the video. I'll be honest, right? I always thought like like a bit, bit, because was I, it in his younger days, though. No, no, it's in the last. Did he inhale? No, it's in the last. It's as long the, as he didn't inhale. <laughs> you see, four or five girls pulling away from me. Pull away, and it like and he, and, he, and he just pulls them and just well, like and it is a bit a little bit creepy. He's I do. Hands I on. quite like a, a baby's head. I have sniffed a baby. Some of them are 15, 16 year old Yeah, girls. 15, 16, like with the parents there, and he's pushing the parents away whilst pulling them in. It is a little bit weird, to be honest with you. And he well, said, what, what did he say? He said, oh, poor kids should have the same. Poor kids can be just as good as white kids. When he said that speech, <laughs> and you're like, if Trump had come up with that, I feel like, I feel like the yeah. racist and paedophile in one sentence. Yeah. And he's the winner. And I just think, like, I'm not into both. Do you know what I mean? I, yeah, think, yeah, yeah, I yeah. don't think the media's been totally honest with both sides. Yeah, yeah. but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, you can't turn around and say he's an old man who doesn't know what he's saying, and then turn around and go, "Oh, and he's a bit right," because like that, that, that's the problem, isn't it? Because they'll turn around and go, "Well, well, well, well." He didn't mean to say I'm like just, a I'm black just kids. very surprised that this hasn't been unearthed in a sort of more public way, given that the Trump camp would have yeah. been out to get him. Yeah. Well, the, you've got to you be admit that... sniffing kids would have been all over yeah, but the got telly. To, yeah, but you've got to pick your battles, and Trump isn't going to go down the sexual harassment route, is it? No, this is true. People yeah. in glass houses. Yeah, yeah exactly. So yeah, we've got yeah. to stay clear of that. Yeah, yeah. But do, do you think he might overturn it? No, I don't think he's got a hope in hell and we're just going to love every single minute of him trying to. I just look, I, I like the fact that he's gone really quiet 
about it as well because he's not he's not as much as he's like he's no. not he's been playing of, golf hasn't he's been playing a bit of golf yeah, yeah he's been playing a bit of golf because I think he sort of secretly knows he's going to have to back down so he's just not he's not being that public about it and he's just ringing out just the last bits of power that he has and just enjoying that um, Biden's having to 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 be in a little theatre in Wilmington. Never yeah. heard of Wilmington before. Would you be bothered if you're a billionaire, though? Like, I, I don't see the upside for Trump. Like, if, if he does this, media's on him every day, just walk away, buy an island or something like that. Have a life he can't, at... can he, though, because he's a total narcissist. Yeah. He's a, he's, a, he's, he's a complete... He's like definition of narcissist isn't he he can't lose that's it he can't lose he can't like every didn't he say about soldiers that he can't celebrate like heroes so heroes that have died in battle because they're losers yeah yeah like anybody's a loser he can't celebrate so he can't be a loser so this is just like his worst nightmare he got the highest vote ever, Trump, apart from Biden. Nothing that's a bit weird. So, like, remember when Obama won? I can't remember who Obama was against because it was just a landslide, wasn't it? So yeah. Trump got more votes than Obama did. McCain. John, yeah. John McCain. So that, that's, it is weird, isn't it? Oh, like, the only person that's ever got more votes is Sleepy Joe the same, the same week, isn't it? I just yeah, find that, like... Sleepy Joe! Yeah, but, yeah, 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 but, that, yeah, but that's because he's so divisive that he's pulled people into politics. Like, like people that were on the kind of, like, would have been a little bit... You know what? It doesn't really affect me. Like as long as I got my job and that kind of like, and I'm on the bench, I'm not really that bothered. But he's been so divisive that he's kind of pulled people like out of the yeah, houses and into the voting booth. Yeah, because he's polarizing, isn't he? And it's a bit like mm. politics in this country yeah. now. I think people that like weren't voting when maybe ten years ago, even at, like my kids are a lot more like politicized than than they would have been sort of 10 years ago mm. like people were you couldn't get people to even talk about politics 10 yeah. years ago Social but in the last good, 10 it? years people well, well in the last what two to three years people are all over politics now aren't they social media is the worst like no one can have a discussion about it it's like tribal isn't it do you know yeah. people, oh you're actually for or against there's nothing in the middle there's no, there's there's no, no like conversation or not like yeah. that and you've got people giving you advice about politics who can't get a bath do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you wouldn't trust them to make a sandwich or something like that. And they're trying yeah. to tell you how Brexit and stuff's gonna and affect everything's it. a referendum. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I well, social media, nothing that's made the world worse. Like like the last ten years, like with stuff like politics, I, I prefer like a John Major. Didn't even know what was going on. You just get on with your life, whereas now every decision, isn't it, on social media. I used to really get upset because like that sort of period that we had post Thatcher where I was in the workplace before I came into comedy, I used to be a unison representative and I used to be like banging the drum at work trying to get people to join a union and nobody was interested in politics at all. And now I think I sort of crave those times when nobody yeah. was interested in politics at all because now every fucker's got an opinion yeah. and most of them are wrong. Yeah. Or just ill-informed or very polarised, like you say, and there's nothing in, 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 in the middle. Um, I think, like, there's just no sort of nuanced debate now. 
I, thought, I, I don't understand. Like, if I just say me and you, you supported Conservative, I supported Labour, and you put some out content, I'd said something, I wouldn't expect to think, I hate him now. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you can have a conversation, yeah. and I think now everyone has their own little echo chambers, don't they? So they're just hearing information they want to hear. Yeah. And then anyone that comes in with an alternative opinion, like, oh my God, they're like a, an outsider, aren't they? Like, they're stupid. Well, right. well, 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 it's like, it's, but it's, it's gone so far. Like, you, you know my politics, like, like I'm, I'm, I'm on the left. But, oh, that, but my, fucking you, <laughs> fucking you, Oh, yeah. I can tell by looking. Oh, I yeah. was the shaved there, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but I, I've, I've always been on left, but over the last, like, four or five years, I kind of think, am I still left? Or, like, because, like, the, like, the parameters seem to have been moved that far now, like, you know, with the whole woke thing and, and, and yeah. all that kind of stuff. And, and it seems to have moved that far now, I think, am I central now? Or am I, am I right? Like, I'll, I'll never ever vote right. I'll always vote, like, mm. left. But it just seems that the way that, as you say, like, and especially like with the arguments going on now, like the, the, the and the context that's being taken out of everything now, and that, and, yeah, and that's the bad thing really, on Twitter. Because, there's, there's something really interesting that's happened. Whereas that, if you agree with with something, somebody will somebody will jump on that and assume that that means that you agree with a whole load yeah. of other things that yeah. you don't necessarily yeah. agree with. Yeah. Like there's some sort of implication that by saying that, oh, actually, I do think it's a good thing that we have um, freedom of movement, mm. that then therefore means that you agree that we should have open borders yeah. in every sense and we should have this, 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 and this, and this, and this, and that um, blah, blah, blah. And you're not allowed to have you're not allowed to have any cut off points yeah, whatsoever, yeah. or you're not allowed to, you're not allowed to have any perspective taken. Yeah, yeah. You know, like has, has comedy gone more woke like in this country? Um, it's always I been think, a bit like that, hasn't it? I think it like I think in some ways it should be woke. I mean, I absolutely don't think there's room for the like say we're just talking about that now, aren't we? Like. I absolutely don't think there's room for misogyny and racism and all those things in comedy when it when it's done with intent mm. and it's done ah, to actually yeah. like yeah. when it's done to punch down on people and I don't find it funny and there was a really interesting study done about that where if you are racist they did a study about it where it was like there was there was the racist jokes made and in a in a comedy club and what it what they were able to prove through it was that it didn't make the people in the room who weren't racist racist but what it did do was it emboldened the people who were already racist in their views and made them more entitled to be racist coming back to trump you know it's that kind of dog whistling isn't it yeah to the people in in the country who who hold those views that like strap on your guns yeah 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 yeah. so i do absolutely believe that we will mind you why would why would you we want to do that and why would we want to have that sort of culture in comedy where we where where we do that yeah. Um, and and it's not fucking funny, is it? No, that's a bit. I don't like people always say you can't be funny anymore. Well, Peter K fills out arenas, doesn't go anywhere near any subjects, and people are like, oh, no one can be funny. Like you don't go anywhere near that. I've never done anything like borderline, mm-hmm. and you just think, well, just, just do stuff that's funny. And I think sometimes yeah. when they do it, it's not funny either. So yeah. it's sort of like offensive and well, not funny. Well, that's well, that's the problem. Like that, like that, 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 like the absolute top top comedians, like like the, like mm-hmm. you know, like. I'm, you know, like Bill Burr and, and the American mm. ones, like, 
you've got to be clever. Even Ricky Gervais on this now, you've got to fucking make that joke absolute waterproof, like like where nobody can get at you. And then if you do that, you might be able to like at least talk about the topic and get, and make a, mm. a joke on the subject. It's really interesting. Like, but like, but if you go too far over it, and then and then as you say, and then you like the, then you, you proceed to be a misogynist or a racist. That's when it like that's when the cancel thing comes that, in. And I think you've hit the nail on the head. I think there's nothing wrong with talking about a topic. And I think like when you're talking about a censorship, I think you should be able to talk about absolutely any topic. So I'm not saying like don't talk like. So, because some people get touchy, like, and they think they're like, oh, you're stopping me talking about anything. Now, talk about whatever you want. If you want to talk about race, if you yeah. want to talk about gender, if you want to talk about what, talk about whatever you want. Nobody's saying, like, don't talk about it, but it's how you talk about it, isn't it? That That's the real key thing. And the people that are really clever are able to talk about it in such a way that they just like, I see it like a tightrope, do you know yeah. what I mean? They're able to like walk the line. And if you want to talk about it, be good. Yeah. Because yeah. actually, like the person you fuck up before you fuck up anybody is yourself. Yeah. Because we all know like when you play in a room, it is literally like playing an instrument, isn't it? And you hit a bum note. And you're not, you're going to hit a bum note really quickly. Let's take sexism, for instance. You're going to yeah. hit a bum note really quick, quickly if you want to go down the sexist route or misogynistic route with a room that's made up of, main, you know, probably half and half male to female ratio. And if you want to, if you want to take that risk, go fucking right ahead. But you're probably not going to get booked again at the very least. Some comedians don't read the room though. We were on the same bill as someone, weren't we? Once, and the manager come over, and it was a room you could tell they voted for Brexit. They yeah, were yeah, openly yeah. talking about Brexit. We were there. Oh god, yeah. nothing wrong with it. Like, it, vote for yeah, whatever you want. It? We were there, and the, like me, and he was sat there, and the other guy was there, and he heard the exact same conversations. And the first thing he got up went, "If you voted for Brexit, you're a fucking idiot." And you thought, "Oh, what have you done?" Like that, and then yeah, everyone's yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. "Oh, fucking child!" Like that, and yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. You couldn't have started yeah. any worse, yeah. and you think you've just yeah. got to sort of read who you're with and things yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, well, well, I remember going to watch a gig, uh, like going to watch a gig, one of yours. Remember, the, I won't say the place, but it was in Manchester. And I remember you got up on stage, and it was an ironic joke that he got up on stage and went, um, "Hey, um, now we've voted for Brexit, these bloody Africans can go back, can't they?" Now that's obviously an ironic joke because Africa isn't in fucking Europe. And yeah. so, some idiots are back with, about fucking time someone said it. And I went, oh, God. Yeah. Oh, Irony is real. Irony is real. Like, yeah. it's a kind of olive of, um, it's an olive of comedy, isn't it? You've got to, like, <laughs> really sort of, but that's it's a thing. bit of an acquired taste and you've got to be careful where you serve it. But, 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 that, but that's the thing. Had he done that joke in, say, a student union, yeah. with people more switched on, they would have got the irony in the joke. And they and it probably would have it would have went down alright. Yeah. What happens? It went down fine because obviously they took that side of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I was going to say like you know in terms of like um, you talk about misogyny and the racism and all that. Like, do you, is there still like do you still get like your chubby brown like style and your Jim Davidson? There's and different that, circuits, isn't there? There's different circuits. Like the normal circuit. I have sat in like I I remember being and I love Stan Bowman. Like, I love the bones of the man. Dead nice fellow, isn't he, Stan? I've only He's met him once He's a lovely twice. man. And yeah. I do some gigs for Stan um, for the Lighthouse charity. And I remember it wasn't Stan that was doing it because Stan's material isn't sexist. But I was coming on and 
there's about 500 men in this audience and they're all in these like long banquet tables ahead of me and they're all wearing suits and rigger boots do you know what I mean they look like they've just been to court and they're just and I'm waiting to go on and there's a guy before me he's gonna do his like 40 minute corporate set and it is just like old school yeah. woman wearing a g-rope right. you know took the wife out last night one punch <laughs> oh. and it's just and I, I and I'm just like I can feel myself and the, the lads who are listening to it they're laughing and I'm the only female in the room apart from the odd waitress and they're just they're laughing but they're also looking at me yeah and there's, there's this just kind of odd awkward atmosphere where they're kind of like I'm mortified mm. I think a proportion of them are mortified mm. where they're sort of saying to themselves this is kind of stuff those lads do isn't it when the women aren't here and yeah. Bit of mob mentality as well, and they're like, it's, yeah. yeah, it's a shock laugh as well, isn't it? Sometimes yeah. I think, oh, you're like, oh, well, I didn't laugh at that, or and and there's a sort of there's just a sort of acceptance of it, like, like this is a sort of slight, like, this is n- not of this time, or do you know what I mean? It's like, it's like accepted because it's like quaint, yeah, old school. Corporate's a bit like that though, isn't yeah. it? Corporate, like you'd never get up on the comedy store or frog and bucket. You come up with a joke like that, they'd probably play the music loud and you get marched off. When I've yeah. seen like a, I think it was at the stand and it was just a new material night. Yeah. Oh no, the Wednesday the raw night. Yeah. And the guy went up before like I was waiting to go up and he went up and he started doing like Chinese eyes. Yeah. Chinese voice. I was like, Oh my god and they just played yeah. the music yeah. on. And well, come on, he went, Why have well, you played the music? I went, You're doing Chinese well, eyes, you know what I mean? Like, where, where are you Stan, from? Stan Boardman does you know, he does like I mean and Stan Bowman is a funny man, but he, he does the he, he does stuff that's a bit on the edge, isn't it? With yeah. if you think about it, he does the kind of um, doesn't he do the dresses up as the Germans and Yeah, like he got into trouble like, well, like, like the Messiesmiths. Was, was it the fuck the, the, the fuckers. Ah, yeah. fuckers. fuckers. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean he's a genuinely funny individual, but the that kind of that old school stuff it still does go on but it goes on kind of in the same way it just kind of goes on behind closed is it, doors is it you know? work in men's clubs and it's stuff, a stuff kind like of private right. yeah there's a, it's a sort of private corporate yeah, yeah. land where it's still yeah. it's still people know prevails. it's happening don't they like they always say if you easily affect like if you go into chubby brown night you're yeah, expecting yeah. it aren't you i think on the, like a, oh, a normal yeah. a normal comedy night i think if that come on now you'd be a bit like and i heard on chubby brown like like I heard because I was performing at the Last Laughing Sheffield and he was on in the big room and I was on in the back and we were in the dressing room and we could hear his set and it was disgusting. Yeah. I mean, and it wasn't even funny, but it wasn't even like, what I really noticed about it because he has these massive bounces. I mean, these guys are like 10 of you. Do you know, yeah, just these yeah. fucking hench guys that just could, used to come out the back and go, all right. Um, and it's like a rally. Yeah, yeah. They go for, it's like it, it sort of represents a whole set of values. Yeah. And the stuff, the jokes he was telling, like, 
I don't think they were even listening to the punchlines. It was just this kind of jeering at the end of it. And a lot of it was quite sick and quite sexual and just a bit, like, off. Well, very off. But the thing that summed it up for me as the whole gig um, was that I was talking to one of the bouncers out the back and I was like, Oh, how's it going? He was like, oh yeah, they're all a bit, they're all a bit drunk tonight. Um, somebody took a, a shit on the ladies' uh, bathroom floor. <laughs> Glamorous, isn't it? It's just yeah. the glamour you go for. And I just like, I kind of thought, you know what? A gig where somebody took a shit on the ladies' bathroom floor kind of summed up for me that nobody was there Clearly for the so, comedy, yeah. were they? Like, not even, just like, just people would just like to get fucked up, weren't they? And like, like, it's, it's a rally. Yeah. It's a lifestyle, that. It's, it's, it, 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 it's, it's almost like, as you say, it, a, a lot of that crowd now will be, will be, Laughing harder, like, but because they, yeah, I'm not, I'm not allowed to laugh at this. Well, like, people are telling yeah, me, I can't, well, yeah, you know what? Yeah. I'm gonna fucking do it, yeah, and yeah, I'm gonna laugh harder. Yeah, yeah. like, and so then they it. were so everybody was like, you could see it after people were piling out, and people were just mortal drunk, yeah, like, unbelievably off their heads. And there was just like everybody's just cheer, jeering and cheering, and it's just it was like going to like a more like a rock concert, yeah, 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 and I think they just following him because yeah because he's slightly out he's slightly outside what's now acceptable yeah, yeah. what's the worst gig you've done because I, I was telling Anthony uh, I remember that time when oh I cable tied my God. finger you what well yeah. like we'd done a show me and Nina turned up there was 80 fellas in a room they'd been drinking all day oh my and God. the guy come behind and he went are oh, you ready to go and we're like Sit in there. It sounded like Game of Thrones, you know, like, there's no music on, you could just see drunk lads fighting, and we're like, oh my God, and they went, we're like, oh, where's the microphone? Went, do you need a microphone? I'm like, oh, no, like, I was panicking, I was like, I don't want to do this. And then the cable tie, and I was playing with the cable tie, because I was nervous, and she went, you're going to do that to your thing. And I'm like, no, I'm not an idiot, like that, and I just kept playing with it. And then I had my hand like that, and I hadn't spoke for all ten minutes, and then they went, where's that cable tie? And she went, let us off look at your hand, and they went, honestly, what colour did that it went blue or black. Honestly, I was like, and then he went, you jumped up, didn't you? Look for a knife. She's yeah. hacking it off. Yeah. And we had to go I on, didn't we? I forgot about just, that. Honestly, didn't you put the thing off time? Because like, it was going like a purpley, black. <laughs> I know, and... I know. I always know when John's really worried because he does this thing where he taps his head. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah John's yeah. nervous tapping. Yeah. I know things are really bad when he arrives at a gig and John's like that. He's done that, right? I swear to God, he's done that since yeah. he was 11 years old. Right, uh, like, like that's that's nervous. This is excited. Yeah, yeah. I'm nervous. <laughs> like, the, the, the nervous bit. The nervous. Like, this is yeah. not gonna go well, Lena. I think the worst one I ever did. Like, I've had so many bad ones. Like, I'm a class act, so I get booked for some really shit gigs. So, um, one of the worst ones I ever had was it was a Remembering Sunday, just because Remembering Sunday's just gone. So that reminded me. So what they decided. So it was like a um, what what kind of club would have remember it like um, social club social yeah, work, working men's or maybe like yeah. a, a, a club or a yeah club. so it was one of them so it was a remembering Sunday so it was all the old guys the so the ex forces guys who were average age of seventy just in their uniforms who'd been down to lay a reef. 
who'd come back to the club um, probably had a lunch feeling already a bit dozy and then a man just came up to the stage no music and just went right we're gonna have some comedy now um and then i had to go on just me just hearing your footsteps going just me and like my stuff is pretty bawdy probably appeals more to women yeah and i had to do it to some old and like if they didn't have fucking ptsd before they did after (laughs) and at one point, like, there was some men stood at the bar. I was just watching this horror unfold as I was just being stared at. Um, and this bloke, like, leant over to my husband and tapped him on the shoulder and went, do you have to put up with this shit at home? <laughs> 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 People don't realise how harsh comedy is. They're like, it's not like yeah. music. Like, just say you got up and do remember, I got a hundred... And 20 quid in an envelope, I think it was 120 quid. And I remember, like, the money felt so dirty that I made me husband drive me to Denton and I think I just spent it straight away. I think, like, I bought some shoes or something, yeah. like, some boots or something, like, because I was like, I can't even keep the money. Yeah. I can't even keep the money because I'm so, like... Ah, yeah. No, like, 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 so, so, like so, I was going to say, you, you, know, you know when a show is going that bad? Yeah. Like, like, can you tell it that it's going that bad oh, straight yeah. from the yeah. kickoff? Oh, yeah. yeah. You know before you get on, I, I'd say... Oh, God, that was like, the, I always call it like road conditions. So the road conditions were not good. Like, we mean, John, we're talking about what we were talking earlier about, like Zoom gigs and lockdown yeah, and like yeah. Zoom gigs. What is a Zoom gig, you know? Click your mouse if you're enjoying yourself. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean production values have been we've got a cameraman today you know he's he's probably trained to do this job he's lovely as well but yes he is lovely and that you know the production values have been honed over a number of years that you suddenly don't want a fucker in their bedroom sitting in front of the computer pretending that martin scorsese doing a gig it's just bullshit like you, you know that like Comedy is meant to have a live audience. That is how comedy yeah. works, isn't it? Mm. Live at the Apollo tries to mimic live comedy experience, and I think they struggle. Sorry, live at the Apollo. Obviously, it's been not the hardest gig to do, apparently. Yeah, it? it's it's sorry. I mean, after, I, I, mean, I, I, mean I wouldn't yeah. knock it back if they asked me, but you know, I think that's hard to recreate the feeling of live comedy, even on the only place I ever thought they did it well was like Friday Night Live maybe in the 80s but to even recreate live comedy on telly is incredibly fucking difficult Zoom gigs nigh impossible but that idea of just you know when the road conditions are bad so you can walk into a room and sense when the road conditions are bad so even something like we were joking before like a, a cavernous room with a high ceiling and then you've maybe got banquet tables that are 16 foot apart mm. with groups of people who are not like you know they're not all facing forward and 
they're just quite separated and the mic's got the quality of, you know, they've borrowed it from a child's bedroom and they usually use it to sing karaoke on. Oh, and after, uh, did they really do that together? Yes. Ah, oh, yeah. It was, yeah. You know when kids do like a little box karaoke in like yeah. a plastic microphone? Yeah. We've done a show with that before. Yeah, and you... <laughs> Swear down. It was like a little plastic thing. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. hello everybody, and you have to carry it around with you while you're doing yeah, your set. Yeah. It's like, you know, like the text, awful. This, this, I did a gig, this was really bad. So it was, I turned up and it was um, a corporate agent I've got. He's a lovely man. He's from the Midlands. He's, he's, he's also from the 1950s. And he wears a brown nylon suit. And he's called John. And he's a lovely man and he gets me corporate gigs, which basically means you pay danger money. Yeah, that's all it is. They're genuinely a bit shit. Right. So they um so he'd asked me to do one in Wales, which was a, a holiday camp. Right. So already I'm a bit fucking nervous about it because I could go either way. And my material's a bit adult. Yeah. So I said, no kids, there'll be no kids, will they? So I turn up um, and I just, I'm just death stared by some woman called Barbara, you know, with bleached blonde hair, who kind of goes, yeah, you're through there. And I go through and there's just children knee sliding <laughs> yeah. across the ballroom floor. And I'm like, oh, fucking, I can't do it. So, you know, I was like to Barbara, I can't do it. She's like, you'll have to do it. I was like, well, Barbara, quite frankly, I'll be ringing my agent. You know, I can't, I can't, I can't do it, Barbara. So I rang John, and John was like, right, bear with me, Beanie, bear with me. Obviously, there's been a problem with the booking. We will sort this out, don't worry. Um, so they said, right, so she was pissed. Barbara was pissed. So she said, they had a talk. So they said, right, what we're going to do, we're going to put you in the other bar, the pirate bar. So pirate bar was round the back where there was a fucking pirate that was just skeleton wearing a pirate hat sat in the corner. So there's a fucking skeleton sat in the corner. There's these piss heads that just are permanently based there. He must live on the north coast of Wales yeah. who don't even live, go on the holiday camp. They're just about 20 of them who look not pleased to see me. Because I've just interrupted what is just their normal night out. No mic, no fuck all at this point. So I just go in and they're like, well, what's she fucking doing here? They're like, well, she won't go in there because these kids, so she's going to have to do a comedy night in here now. And I was like, what? Right? And they were like, and I was like, can I get a mic? Oh, she wants a mic. Ah, yeah, that's the sort of crap you've got to put up with, isn't it? So, so he goes and gets me a mic. While she's away, one of the women comes up to me, like, fucking vaping into my face, was going, the last person that came here didn't need a mic. Um, so, already they've t- taken totally against me. Yeah. And, I, and then they would... I was like, I was looking at this room thinking, well, there's no good setup. There was like nowhere, obviously, that you could have a stage. So they set up the mic in front of the bar. Just like in front of the bar area. So there's the dead man in the corner, the skeleton in the corner. There's the, the regulars. There's me in front of the bar. 
Um, and I thought, right, I'm just going to have to just get through it. Um, just think of the money. So it was 400 quid. Yeah, yeah. So at this point, I was literally just thinking of the 400 quid. Yeah. So I thought, I'll just do it to the skeleton. So a few people... <laughs> <laughs> they do it on the timer, don't they? If you hit your time, honestly, I've, I've done it before. I've 45 minutes. Yeah. 45 minutes, no warm-up, just me. And um, at this point, there's a few people trickling in. There's a woman comes in, she's got a dog. The dog barks every time somebody claps. She wants much as it turns out. So... I'll say skeletons don't clap. <laughs> no. So she sits, she brings a little chair and sits at the front. So, um, so I start, and there's this guy, and he's been drinking all day. So he fucking hates me. So every time I ask a question, you know, like you ask a question as a comedian, and it's meant to be what do they call it? Um, rhetorical. Rhetorical. He he decides to take a survey of the audience. So if I said, so have you ever heard of such a thing? He gets up and goes, well, what do you think, everybody? Have we ever heard of such a thing? <laughs> and then, to add to that, the barman starts heckling me. The fucking barman starts heckling me. It's like the people that work there start heckling me. So I was just like, I don't believe this. Like This is like literally the worst, this is the worst gig I've ever done. So I've got a skeleton, the barman is heckling me, the dog is barking, I've got that cunt <laughs> repeating every question that I'm asking. And then there's this, this, so like, like halfway through this trail of girls, pissed up trail of girls, comes in and start queuing for the bar. <laughs> And I just thought, no, you can fuck off, you can fuck off, you can fuck off. And I just saw it red, and I was wearing this like jumpsuit, uh, this like jumpsuit thing, cat suit thing. And I just remember, and I just fucking took it off. So I just, I was wearing it, I just like fucking just, I had nothing, I just, I just had my bra on. And I just took it off, and I went, is this what you fucking want? <laughs> Yeah, that's a word for the <laughs> <laughs> 
Have you ever refused to go on? I've only done it once when I... I, I, that, I nearly refused to go on that. Sully or Sullivan, I was doing, I think it was a festival or something. And it was just on a field. So I picked those two... Oh, I did one of them. There was a, there was music on there. They had a rock band on there, guitarist on there. They had I a know DJ what this there. Was. And it was all within about 20 feet of each other. Was it cash converters? I can't, honestly, I can't remember. And they went, are you one of the comedians? I must have reckoned. I went, yeah, and they went, where do you do it? In a little went, pen? No, it was just outside. So oh. in between three stages, you were meant to do comedy. No one was there to watch you out. And I said to Sully, I went, I'm not doing it. I can't. How long do you need? And they went, we need 45 minutes of comedy. Yeah. And Sully went, they went, ah, they said the money. I went, well, I'll take my pet roll and you can do it. Sully yeah, went, yeah. fucking, Sully fucking, he done not know, right? You got people to carry him around and like, do yeah. dance, like doing a conga and that. And I just thought, hats yeah. off to you. I ran. Yeah, I, I, I can remember running and giggling like a child, like, no way I'm doing that. Got in the cars, like, oh, no. They did, they did one for, a, I nearly didn't do it, they did go on for a rugby a rugby gig for me and um, they decided, instead of saying I was a comedian, that it was for all men and I followed a stripper and they said, instead of saying I was a comedian, they'd say I was the head of Women's Rugby Association. Right. So they already hated me. The rugby do, I don't, like, people always say, hey, get a comedian, you think you don't want No, one. they didn't no. want one, they didn't no. want me. I, ended, I was stood on the top table by the end of it, and I was spanking a man with a ladle. Yeah. And I lasted 15 minutes, and they paid me, and after it, they were like, oh, you're not staying for a drink? And I was like, no, died on my ass, and they were like, oh, no, you did better than the lad last year. He only did five, and we carried him out in the car park and left him in the car park. See, like, see, see, here's the, it, like, the mentality of used to another community. I, I think, once you've died on your ass, do you, like, do you not come away from it going, I'm not doing this again. I'm, I'm, I'm never ever getting up on it stage. Makes hard. I think the f- yeah. first time I ever died on yeah. stage, I got these red lines down here. Because I, I, you, I, this. <laughs> you just accepted anything at the start. You're like, oh, comedy. I know, it's after strippers. Brilliant. You're going to be on at two o'clock in the morning. You just, it, I remember yeah. it was right at the start. And he had like a musician on, a magician. I think I followed the Amy Winehouse tribute. I'd only done about eight gigs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought, went on about half eleven at night. Went on. <clears throat> no one was listening. I could feel myself like wobbling. I thought, oh, yeah, yeah. my God. And I went to the doctor and said, I've got these like lightning lines down here. And he said, people get it in severe stress situations. Or like if you get kidnapped <laughs> or something like that. Oh, and I thought, what would I put myself through <laughs> trying to do comedy in front of people like this? And that's why now, honestly, if someone says, I always ask where it's at. What it's got because I just can't do it anymore. I just think I can't go and do that anymore. No. Well, 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 well I, I was at like a, a few, a few of John's early gigs, and needless to like, I like what, what, what was the one in? Um, it was in, was it Culture? Was it like Culture? The one I've done um, Culture. When like it, when it was upstairs in a restaurant, and there was me, you, the guy that put it on. It might have been actually was it Paul Henry? Or, or, or it might have been Bobby Murdoch. I can't. It, it was remember. something like that. There was me, you, the guy who put it on and four people in the front. And I remember thinking, and I think you've done about 15, 20 minutes, and I'm thinking, why the fucking hell are you putting yourself through this in front of four people? Because uh-huh. it's like it's awkward enough as it is. Yeah. And then you've got to go and try and make, oh, fuck that. Small, like people always yeah. say, bigger audience. And bigger audience are brilliant. If they're quiet, great. it's when you've got six people in there, you're going to have to make 99.9% yeah. of them laugh every time yeah, you say yeah, something. Yeah. Otherwise, it's going to be awkward. Mm. And it's worse when they spread yeah. out. And I've done theatres before. Where they've put a comedy night and they put you in the big room or something. Yeah. Like, why have you? We're in a thousand seats, we've got 40 people here yeah. spread all out, aren't they? And you just think, this just isn't working. What, 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 what was your worst gig? Um, my worst gig was in Bolton when I first set off. And I got there and it was behind a curtain and I thought, oh, 
I don't want to go through because I could hear the MC on. Won't say his name, I thought. Went through and there was no one there, it was just him talking to himself, like saying, okay, everybody, who's excited? And you're like, who's he talking? He went, I'm just practicing. Sat down and I thought, Who, who's he? And he went, oh, just got to wait. So two people walked in the pub and they went, oh, now we've got a crowd. <laughs> <laughs> so as soon as they come in, they sat down, they didn't know comedy was on. Was They'd just come out for a pint, him and his wife. And they went, do you want comedy? And they went, do you have to pay for it? And they went, no, and they went, can do. Like that, and they were just sat there. Mm. And I, he said, when do you want to go on, John? I went, get me on first so I can get out for you. So I went on. And then one of them, I was going through, and they went, put his hand up. And I thought, well, this is weird. Comedy room. And they went, you're all right. And he went, yeah, um, we want a cigarette. And I went, oh, you can go for one if you want. So I had to wait for them to go for a cigarette. Because they didn't want to pay So they just sat there, like, <coughs> you know, like you're thinking about life, aren't you? And yeah, they come yeah. back in and just finished off the last eight minutes. I thought, what am I doing here? Yeah. Did they at least laugh? Yeah. Oh, they were, they were giggling, but I mean, try and do comedy to two people. I don't oh. want comedy. Yeah, but, for a pint. Oh. Probably on a date or something yeah. like that. That's probably, oh. yeah, 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 but like, a lot of them have been nervous giggles as well. It's like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. There's five or six acts going on after me. So you just think, oh my god, this is. But comedy's just like that, isn't it? It's just yeah. not. People think it's dead. Like I've seen people that are on telly regularly, just die like the worst mm. deaths ever. And people, I don't think people realise that's just sort of how it is, isn't it? You can do like five belter gigs, and then get to the six, and then no. Nah. Yeah, there's never a time where you can just kind of go, oh, I've cracked it now. No, no. You never, you never, you never there. It's not like a sort of a game where you've like, oh, I've, I'm, I'm skilled at it now. I've cracked comedy. Like you, you can only be in a situation where most of your gigs are a bit better set up. That's, That's the best yeah. you can hope for. Is like most of the gigs we do now until bloody COVID were a bit better set up like we were at the point probably before COVID where we could probably count on that most gigs we did would probably have an audience yeah of more than three you know probably be set up by a real promoter with people that paid to be there and yeah. wanted to laugh and were facing in the right direction which for a comedian yeah, yeah. these are all brilliant things and for COVID to come along and now for us to be in, I mean, my, one of my last gigs was like Sheffield Arena Car Park, where it was pissing it down. Do you know what I mean? So I'd like one I did for the Frog and Bucket, which was online. And I just did to pull Jess to me and Colin in the box. Do you know? So like we've gone from just about getting to the point in comedy where it's about as good as it gets to being in Snakes and Ladders where it's like, it's about as bad as it gets again. Would you want to be a TV comic? Because there's a lot of people, I, I don't think I'd want, I, I'm one of, I don't want to be famous. I, like, I wouldn't want to no. be like a super name or all like I, that. I'd probably I do a bit of tele- I just wouldn't want to do it like. I don't think so. I realised, I think I realised like, um, just because I was on, ended up on Sky News, I was saying to you before, ended up on Sky News for being like sexually harassed. <laughs> like famous for being touched up um so i if i ever get any and, and i did bgt a couple of years ago oh britain's got talent so yes yeah, so i did so that's probably a better anecdote so i did bgt and i got four yeses and it didn't get shown but up until the point that it didn't get shown i didn't know it wasn't going to get shown and i ended up at the gp on name tranquilizers because I was so affected by the idea that I was going to be on telly that I was like 
I was one of those people that was like a nervous wreck. So I ended up on diazepam, like, true story. Jesus. I know, true story. I ended up on, like, diazepam because I was so nervous about the footage going out on TV. And yeah. it wasn't even like I'd done badly. I'd got four yeses. Um, it was fine. I hadn't humiliated myself. A Mandarin cowl had had a bit of a row they do but I got four yeses it wasn't like I was going to be like humiliated in front of the nation it was fine but my response to it was like I'm not very good at what I do being out of my control and I think by the very nature of being famous everything you do is out of your control mm. Plus, if you do, like, a show, you walk like, away from it. you're talked about it. You're talked about in a way that you can't control. Yeah. You're edited in a way that you can't control. Yeah. Everything you do is out with your immediate control. And I think there's something just lovely about doing a live performance mm. where everything you do is within your control and you have a lovely rapport with the audience and you meet them all and you say goodbye and you get paid on the night hopefully and it's done and everything that happened you know what happened and you go and it's just lovely and it's really exciting and you go and you put it in a box and you put it away and it's finished and then you move on to the next thing there's just something to me really scary about that fear of you making something, it going out there, you not knowing whether it's going to be well received. Well, the editing and then stuff like that, isn't there? You getting a load of stuff back about that you're shit. Kiri, like, oh god, yeah, you. I know Kiri, like, with like my friend Kiri, who I'm doing that project with, like, oh, yeah. she's getting. She gets trolled loads now because she's done quite a bit of TV now. She's just, like, getting loads of trolling online. And it's just horrible. And I just don't think I'd... I think, like, I'm quite... I'm quite sensitive. We're just I wouldn't, not like, going to read the nasty ones, have you? I wouldn't enjoy it, you know. I just would... I would, like... I wouldn't be good at it. So, well, I, I always do the evening with, with celebrities and that, and it's surprising that they always read the negative ones. So they'll have, like, yeah. 400 positive ones, and there'll be one saying so horrible, and they zone in on that. And I would say, don't ever reply to a nasty one. Just just reply to a decent one, don't it? Because if yeah. you reply once, I feel like you're opening that gate. That's exactly, like, 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 one of the first comments. Why are we, like, hard to do that, though? As humans, aren't we, like, hard because, like, that's your survival mechanism. probably. I mean, like, one of the the first comments... The way it got when we first started doing the podcast was, um, we we done one with um, with the bodybuilder Nathan the Asher on one of the first comments. Uh, sorry, sorry, no, it wasn't it was Eddie, Eddie, Eddie Hall, and um, and one of the first comments was, um, "God, Eddie must be a really really nice guy, um, um, giving us time to these two fucking losers." And I was just like, oh, "What oh, the fuck?" And, like, and, I, and, I, and I said to him, and he went, "Don't worry about it. Like, like just yeah. like just don't even bother looking." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Johnny Cash and that. Just just staring at a rope. See, you felt, like, you felt like got the personality where you could cope with fame, and I'm not sure I could. No, I, I couldn't. I, I'm, I, I don't even like social lot media. Of, I hate... A lot of skeletons in that closet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't even like, <laughs> a lot of jobs. I don't even like going for a night out and then looking at social media. 
Yeah. Can you imagine, yeah. like, I, like, you wake up the next day and think, oh, I've been tagged in the foot, I look like I've had a stroke. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do, do we want that? Because you doom in the next day. Like, I think yeah. if I was hungover and famous, I think I'd jump in the river or something like that because you're always looking at negatives. You don't yeah. have to get on your timeline and you're like, oh, I'm fat. I think, I'm it's, I think it's hugely seductive. I mean, I don't like get me wrong. I'd love to have the... Money. I'd love to have the money. Yeah. I'd love to have the, like, options it would bring you. I'm sure it's really exciting. But, like... I don't think I would also I don't think I'd want the upkeep I think there's a lot of upkeep when you're suddenly flung into the public eye or you like to produce all the time I think I'm probably too lazy I think there's something about like the job that we do just being on the live circuit yeah that's actually just quite nice it's like a manageable amount of work I think like if you can you imagine the amount of stuff you have to do if you suddenly like the amount of work you have to do no, it's. It, I don't know. It's one of them. I, I I couldn't be bothered being famous just for the hassle and stuff like that. But also, I don't think I could go back to a normal job if that makes sense. You yeah, know, like no, COVID's come along now. Either. I just think, oh god, I think if I got a normal job now, I think it would kill me. Yeah, well, Someone I did. telling you what to I do. Did. I worked for Test Track and Trace for ten days, and I. Last I wondered why that was. You're part of the problem. <laughs> 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 I worked for it for ten days and gave it up because I was like, I don't even trace a single person. I only got through training. I only got through training. Don't, don't worry, we'll edit this bit out. I only got through training and then I was waiting for my logins and I couldn't even cope with just being on a clock for 12 hours because I was like, well, my time's not my own. What did you actually have to do? Nothing. Seriously? Nothing. But I couldn't even cope with doing nothing because I was like, well, this time is not my own. Because what if I want a nap? <laughs> does, it pay, does, 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 does it pay well, like, over? It was, no, it's minimum wage. Oh, was it? Yeah, but I was still like, what if I want a nap? Yeah. What's the worst job that you've had? Because me and Auntie's had to, I, oh, I've worked in a sunbed parlour, which is mental because I'm half albino, but like, I wasn't good at work in that Matt, job centre. Matt Tuckies. Matt Tuckies, what's that? It's like a hybrid between, um, McDonald's and Kentucky's. <laughs> <laughs> Who was that? Sounds like a classy joint, though. <laughs> it was, and like in the morning, my job was to like when you've got the chickens in quarters, you have to like the giblets. Nice. I used to have to like flick out the giblets with my thumb, but they were still a bit frozen. So flicking frozen kidney giblets in that. Is that how you got into comedy? Because everyone gets into it slightly different, don't they? Like, oh. God, no. That was like ages ago I had that job. So I was like, um, I was a probation officer, probation service officer, because probation officer makes it sound like I was much more professional than I, watched, than I actually was. So probation officer is where you've done the degree. Probation service officer is a bit like a PSO, like it's a bit like a police support officer. So there's that in probation. So I was like, worked in probation for about six years and um, then I had a bit of a breakdown. I got a bit fed up with it all. And I left and I was that depressed and everything. That's not why I'm laughing. And um, I just was like, I'd gone to have some like I want for some therapy with this 
lovely woman and you had to write goals down of what you wanted to do with your life and I used to do some acting and she said and I'd put down a goal of like oh I'd quite like to do like being an amateur dramatics performance or something like that and then um, and then I did this because I was like well I can't really be in an amateur dramatics performance because I've got kids and then I'd have to like you know I'd have to be on their timetable I need to be on my own timetable but so I thought well stand up comedy you can really set your own hours yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, 40 minutes a week yeah <laughs> two nights 40 minutes a week so I was like and I always when I did the, when I did theatre because I went to drama school when I was in my 20s so I was like when I did theatre I always got like the fat, funny roles mm. so I thought people used to think I was quite funny but I never thought I could write comedy I still don't think I can I like I think I can perform comedy I think that's like what I'm good at I was still I was still never convinced I could write jokes I think joke, I think jokes are hard to it's a skill isn't it some people can do a thousand minutes some people can't do one can they no <coughs> and that's still the bit that I find like still the bit that I hate is like I really love the performing like I love the getting out on stage and performing stand up writing stand up I, can't, I still don't think of myself as a writer because I can think oh writing's for other people because mm. I've never really saw myself as a writer so I just kind of think oh writing's definitely other people's yeah. skill even though I have to do it because <laughs> like literally it would not work what, what's your worst job? Anthony's one of the Anthony's oh, one of the people I know. Anthony could get a job like uh, you've got to put a, a million pennies in a bucket, and Anthony would just do it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's one of these weird people. I'd say, oh, yeah, no, I'll do that for well, fun. Well, yeah. because like fucking bills you need to like, well, well, yeah, well, I would do. Yeah, I mean, as happens, I've got half decent job now. But I, but it's one of those like I just I, I've, I I was always brought up like what's well, a job? Just pick your fucking bills and then just and then like go from yeah. there. My worst job. You don't wagon driving as well once. Wagon driving, like when I was on the Norris, it wasn't it wasn't too bad. Like like it wasn't too, like I t- t- like the worst one. I was I was a, a night porter at a at a hotel in a, in Blackpool on the on the the South Shore, and you used to get the pissheads coming in and destroying the hotel. And I mean, it was a, it was a travel lodge, and um, other hotels are available. And um, and this place used to get absolutely decimated mm. on a weekly basis. That was probably the worst because you get. The, Fucking you, fucking prick! Oh. You think you're fucking hard, you? Like, right? I'll just call the police. Call the fucking police. Tell them to I'll fucking take the fucking line of them. Like, all right, mate. Yeah, cheers. Thanks. On it. Would you prefer? This is what I was thinking to myself this week. Would you prefer a job that was full on or a boring job? Which is worse? Um. Well, I'm. Or which is best? Well, I'm. Well, it's funny, sir, because I'm actually in the middle of moving house, and. I'm thinking about taking a big drop in wages to do a job, and it's like it's a fairly, it's a big chunk of drop in wages to do something that I want to do as opposed to where I'm at now. So I think I will probably, I think I'm at the age now, and plus, like, like me and my wife, like, like it's a good wedge, and um, so I'm kept man a bit. So like, oh, so uh, so I think I'm probably at the age now where I'd rather do something that I want to do as opposed to like just following the money. You know I, mean? I cannot do boring. Boring's worse, especially for your creative I type. I boring. <clears throat> yeah, like my, my, my job's like, it's just a bit, as you say, it is just a bit boring. It's just very, very repetitive. It, like, it, it, like, every single day is the exact same thing yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in my job. So yeah, I think I'm at that stage now where like, as you get a bit older, you go, 
Well, I've got another 30 odd years to life of work, so you might as well do something that you fucking enjoy. Oh, you I've don't... done so many jobs. I've done like everything. I've done like so many jobs. What, what job were you going to say I've done then? He'd done wagon driving, but it was funny because the week he'd done wagon driving, there was a programme called Doggers, you know. They only had masters. And there was a wagon drive on, he went. 99% of wagon drivers are doggers, so it's just like, <laughs> the worst time. And I, I can remember Anthony telling us when, because uh, he was brand new to like wagon drive. Remember when you went for breakfast? He said the first time he pulled in truck stop. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the woman said, what do you want? He went to breakfast and she went, do you want a number? Like, you've got to say this certain number. And Anthony went, uh, I don't know any breakfast. And he said, all the wagon drivers, Rookie, <laughs> 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 didn't even not ask for a breakfast. Right, I, I, well, like, it, 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 it's weird how like I will like you, you soon like. I remember I park, I had to park up. I think it was somewhere down south. I had to park up on, on a layby. Now obviously once you parked up on a layby on an A road, you need to go to the toilet. Like there's nothing else you can do. And I like and I remember like like I hold it in, hold it in all night, and go the next day. And I remember speaking to a lorry driver at, uh, on a building site, and I'm going, just take a shit on the road. Everyone knows it. And I was like. Is, seriously, is that is that what? I remember him showing me how, like, he, he went everything. Hold on to hold on to Laurie and just lean back. He said, and just squat down and just take your shit. And I was just like, that is absolutely. And I was like, what about your hands? He went, bit of bit of hand gel, bit of sanitizer. You good to go? And it's a different world. And like, and they, you, you, you know, like when they're made out to be all pigs and all that. Yeah. That's exactly what they are. Like the vast majority of them. Anyway. Yeah. Like, like they're, they're all a little bit too right wing. A little yeah. bit misogynist, a little bit racist, a <laughs> little bit homophobic. Everything that you think a, a wagon driver is, that's what they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's one of those kind of things. But yeah, yeah. But I, I didn't mind. It's kind of weird. Like it's quite quite good having a window into someone else's world, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's had some shit jobs. Well, we, the first one we tried to make money, and it's funny as now us. We want to go to Ibiza, so we started faking you've been for videos. <laughs> so we were seventeen, seventeen, something like that. We, we were go, going down the Castle Hill on my mum's baking tray. So he was coming down it, and I, like the end, he was pretending to fall. Got kicked out by the council. <laughs> Didn't the council? Oh come? shit! Yeah. Uh, council come and said, "You didn't need to get a life." Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, 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 and then we went. We went down the river. We went down the back. Yeah. Um, and and then we were doing one of those like oh like. He's, uh, he's, he's walking across the branch. Will the branch snap? Like that. Did you make any money? Did we fuck? No, because we did it. <laughs> the video we used, they can't use that type of video. Yeah. And it was the wrong thing. We were like, we fell in a river. We've gone down the castle. We had like 25 videos. When, he, like, when he says we, right, I'm the dickhead that always has to do all this shit. Like, like, like the, he's just the one that's standing behind with the camera going, yeah, that'll be fine. Yeah, nice one, nice one, nice one. <laughs> oh, yeah. really? But that, 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 I think that's why comedy people when they get to 30s 40s they're funny because they've got that life yeah. experience isn't it and I always like comedians when they're talking about what actually happened yeah. that's why I prefer like stories to jokes Yeah. if that makes sense like yeah. you Peter Kay or Kevin Bridges and people like that you think some of this has definitely happened yeah. or yeah, yeah, a version yeah, yeah, of what's yeah, happened yeah, yeah, and stuff yeah. like that and no I, I, I think my worst was um, job centre and stuff like that I just they're hard jobs, aren't they? That's a tough job, job centre. Well, a lot of the heroin addicts, what they used to do, you've got to apply for two jobs. So there's like a, where the computers are. And you used to call it the pen because it smelled like shit. Oh, <laughs> honestly, it stung. And what the heroin guys used to do, they'd take heroin before they come in. So they'd come in, sit down, the eyes would just roll in the back of their head and you're like, and you just end up doing it for them. So, oh, do you want to be a bin man there? <laughs> and then you just apply and then you just sort of walk them out and then... It's just stuff like that and that, the CV workshop, like we've done like a short film on it, taking the piss. I used to take a CV workshop, I can't even spell. My CV's telling me, you'd be like, 
oh Steve you've got a 10 year gap in your CV he'd be like oh yeah what, what happened there you're in jail you know, we'll put bit between jobs there All right, right. <laughs> when he says he can't spell that's not right we've known each other for 24 years and he still doesn't know how to spell my name and that's not a joke <laughs> 24 years and he still thinks that Anthony is spelled A-N-T-N-Y he doesn't think there's an O in it every single fucking time <laughs> what was the one that you done when you were uh, when you when you worked with the kids oh I've done youth work youth as well worker. Oh, really? like, like and I remember I, I, I remember him telling me like, that, like that he'd be walking he'd be walking through like through, through the club and they'd be like 14 year olds having like conversations like well, 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 well that's the last time I'm sleeping with him and stuff like that and I was like Oh, Jesus. You used to have, like, sea cards, you know, where they get condoms. There were, none of them would ever come to me because I'm too sarcastic. I always went to the woman and that. <laughs> so they used to have stuff like... It's just, like, a different world from when we were younger. And I'll always remember, we went to Trotter's Farm at Keswick. Yeah. Like, and there's a hawk display. One's called Jasper. It flies around. And we were there. We were the scruffy kids. I was with the scruffy kids. It was, like, private schools and us. Yeah. Flying this hawk around. And the first question is, why is the hawks behind got hoods on? And it's to keep them calm between being displayed. Well, I told some of the kids I was with, yeah. because I'd been like sarky with them all day, I said, oh, it's to keep them calm. I said, at least get one answer right, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And the guy went, okay, everybody. Does anyone know why the hawks behind us got a mask on? Well, my kids put their hands up, and I felt they're proud, like a proud <laughs> dad. <laughs> and uh, do you know what one of them said? PJ got up and said, oh, they're called a gimp mask. <laughs> <laughs> it reflects badly on you, doesn't it? You know what I mean? Like, oh, it's a gimp mask because they're dirty birds. And you could see all the private school teachers like, oh my God, who are these children? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, before we finish, then, I've got to ask you about, the, like, because you've been in lockdown, like me, I watch Tiger King, stuff like that. You realise how shit TV is. And we, we were talking about this. Some of the programmes I've watched, like, X on the Beach, watch this on, like, demand. Like, I've been watching Married at First Sight in Australia. Oh, my fucking mum and my sister watched that. I thought it would never end. 60 episodes of it. Yeah. 60 hours. You feel like your brain's dissolving though, doesn't it, when you're watching it? I've only watched yeah. a couple of them. Yeah, it's horrific. And it's, like, really addictive. It's more addictive than heroin. What what level of desperateness do you go on something like that? Like, when do you think... Like, when your national up career doesn't work out. Because <laughs> 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 the other one... Uh, is Naked Attraction. It's, oh, my God. That is the most oh fucking problem on the planet. Can I'm you? absolutely, like, I'm sort of intrigued by that, though. Aren't you a bit intrigued by that? I'm intrigued by how do you, like, just say you were going on, just Britain's Got Talent, or we were going on X Factor. Imagine me and your family, I'm going to be on telly, and, like, they say, oh, what are you going to be on, like, or X Factor. I know. No, come down me, no. What are you on? Get me dick out. And that's, you know, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I know, <laughs> I know, I know. Well, he was a rugby player, so like... So yeah, rugby. you have, though. I suppose you have, right? It's but still I shocking not to see it on Channel 4. I have not seen that many vaginas, right? Like, apart from, like, maybe one or two. You too. So, like, I am a little bit, like, just intrigued about, like, what yeah. other people's look like. It's it, 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 it's that, it, it's that thing, like... <laughs> just, I, 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 just, I, well, just in isolation. Well, just, I, well I've seen one, like, and the girl, like, um, like... Obviously, it comes up, and then like, and then, and then he'll turn and go, yeah, yeah, no, that's not for me, blah blah. Like, and then it comes all the way up, and then she comes out, and then she starts falling naked, and she, oh yeah, oh, see, never mind, see, like, and then like when they're in the back, um, in the back, um, getting get changed, she's going, 
you know what, I used to have really, really low confidence, but this has really built my confidence. But I think, well, you no, can't have that much fucking low confidence because no, you just had your minge out one no. time. So, like, you can't I don't that believe low. that. I do think you're right, though. I think, like, there's, there's got to be something wrong with you to want to go on it. It's just like, desperate to be famous for anything. For Literally any 15 minutes. But it's not even you that's famous, it's your minge that's famous. <laughs> You'd be lucky if you got voted out quickly and then no one recognised yeah. you from feet up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be honest. Like, can you imagine, like, you get off with someone and they're like, they're like just, you get down to it and they go, oh my God, was that minge? Were you on telly? Yeah. And you know what everyone at work's going to be talking about? Oh, you know, yeah, you're going to be in yeah. all the WhatsApp groups yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. Take me out, it's not as bad. Stuff like that, I think, oh, well, you go on it, it's a bit light-hearted, but... Because that's been cancelled. Well, it's the same I one as about terrible. embarrassing bodies, isn't it? Embarrassing yeah. bodies never made any bloody sense, would it? Like, oh, so I'll go to the... I won't go to my doctor with this rash, but I'm yeah. quite happy to get it out yeah. on national telly. Yeah. That no. never made any sense, did no. it? No, I've got a scab on my cock, and I just want to just... Yeah, yeah. Get her over it, yeah. bring her over it. Doctor, I'm too embarrassed to go to my actual <laughs> doctor with actual confidentiality, but I'm going to yeah. get it out here. Is that all right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember when I got pulled over by police camera action, and I can remember, like, normally the policeman comes to the car door, just come to the car door, there was a camera, a boom, three other guys, and they were like, oh, you have to come in this car. Sat in the car, and I just thought, what, what was happening? I thought it was like, I didn't know what was on. So they had the camera that I was in the policeman car. And because there was a camera there, the policeman couldn't have been nice. So normally they're a bit like, yeah. ah, see, I'm like, hello, gentlemen. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, hello, yeah. sir. And they're going, is this a company car? And, like, I had that Astra at the time. I thought, a company car? This like this old Astra. And it was quite funny. We had like a f- sort of funny conversation. I drove right to the police station and said, you've not got the right to use my face on TV. Because that's all you've got to do. That's yeah, why I yeah, yeah, banked yeah. out. Got it all sorted. I got a phone call saying, John, it's hilarious. We need it on the same word that you do comedy. This would be good. And I thought, I can't remember no. Peter Kay getting his first out. No. <laughs> like, good for you. What benefit is like being on telly Good for no you. reason? You know what I mean? Like, it, yeah, I, it's weird. But loads of people would be tempted by that in yeah. the, on the comedy circuit. Loads of people would be. I'm That'd sure. be a TV critic. I I got I got box. <laughs> what do they call it? Box pox. Box pop. Box popped. By embarrassing bodies. That's just brought it back to me. But they did gym. I was in Birmingham city centre, and they came up and they said, "Oh, could you just like answer a few questions for us?" And they wanted me to come up with as many names as I could think of for bollocks. For it must have been like for some outtakes they were doing. Starting now. <laughs> I know. And I couldn't think of any. I couldn't think of any. Like I ended up saying, and I never heard anybody actually ever use this, and I don't even think it's a really a real one. I ended up saying fluffy man puppets. Fluffy man puppets. It's not even a thing. No, it's not even a thing. Fluffy man plums. Fluffy man plums would have been a thing. Fluffy man puppets. Have you ever heard of that? No. (laughs) Not until today. And then I had to you and then I had to watch I had to watch um, as back to the doctors for Dad's power. I had to watch every episode of the embarrassing bodies to watch then if I was gonna come up on it saying something stupid. There's no, ex- there's, no, there's no excuse for them being fluffy either. No. No, just take a razor to them. Would you do that? Oh, I. Do you do that? Well, I'm not going to go on record as saying I do it. Like, like, but, but if, if, if they do were, you do that? if they were fluffy, I, I certainly wouldn't let them oh, stay fluffy. Oh come on, that's just like, no. You find out when it's on Channel Four. Make it attraction, slagging it off, and then yeah. to... go. To, make sure you go to your own podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweet, sweet, <laughs> 
You can but, run around, um, that's what you're trying to do, you know? that's yeah. what people be saying, isn't it? Yeah, you I are, just, you are. like, I've just so loved having your company, it's been so nice, thank you. Oh, can no. you stay? Oh, that, well, I'm in work in three hours, so I yeah. can <laughs> It's just been so lovely. Yeah, thank you for visiting me. No, that's all right. And good luck with the rest of your podcast. Well, hopefully we'll be on stage soon, so... Yeah, oh, good. Yeah. yeah, no Zoom for us. Oh, what's that mean? I, no, I'd rather be, uh, rather be on the other side of the desk at the job centre. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See what that's like. At least Bean it man. stops us watching daytime telly, doesn't it? So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good. Nice Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.